Okay, Joker. <laughs> Nicely done. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Mac Show. I'm Jeff Gamut. I am your interim host. I'm sitting in for Ewan Rankin. And um, yeah, it's Friday. That means it's the Mac Show. And uh, that means I get to hang out with really cool, fun people. And uh, I know, Ben, you, you keep looking around. One of these days, you're going to be surprised and uh, and realize who I'm referring to. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I have yet to see Christina Warren show up. Yeah, what's up with that? You know her. Ask her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. Shoot. <laughs> You know, we, we keep could. mentioning her. <laughs> we'll shoot Christina an email and uh, and see yeah. if she wants to uh, to completely completely throw off one of her Friday mornings. Yeah, yes. yeah after, after she stops laughing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, from Redmond in the GitHub offices. That's right. Wait, you you want me to hang out on a show that Jeff Gamut is hosting? Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm. I, I'm surprised. I'm hanging out on a show that Jeff Gamut is hosting. Yeah, <laughs> whatever we happens to lie, standards. We can just lie and say it's about Taylor Swift. Oh, we could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's true. Yeah, uh, this week in Swifties. Yes, that would be awesome. She can't shake it off. I see what you did there. <laughs> oh, well done. <laughs> but she's having the time of her life. in a roll <laughs> I, I i cannot top this I, instead what what i can say is oh bye chuck <laughs> <laughs> i just can't stand it I just, uh. see, see 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 what what the, what the res, res, response you would get is we are we are never ever ever podcasting together yeah 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 yep <laughs> Um, hey Patrice, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. There's a public holiday here today, so I had, I had, I met up like with a really cool dog and had a oh, good nice. time. Yeah, it's been a good day. Kind of sleepy. I don't think it's just winter, dark, and whatever. But I'm good. It's a good Excuse day. Me. It's a long weekend. Did, so. did, did you say dog? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's yeah. like there there's someone here in the building and they put up like a poster looking for like people that would kind of like hang out with their dog and so they like if they're traveling whatever and I'm like sure like I'm here I love dogs I'll do it oh oh I thought you had a, nice. a holiday specifically uh related to <laughs> oh, hanging out with be... dogs oh that would That'd be, be cool. that would be awesome yeah that, no that would not be Austrian. <laughs> That would be France, to be honest. That would be France. <laughs> and, and I was thinking, boy, it must have been a really bad date. It's a... No. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a nice couple, so it's all fine. Okay. No, it's that a cute little that's dog. That's so, so smart. <clears throat> you, you get to meet your neighbors mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and vet ahead of time who mm -hmm. your, your dog's like. And mm -hmm. uh, who you would feel comfortable having watch them? Yeah, yes. exactly. And 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 I get to meet really cute dogs. So I'm I'm okay with that. That well, works for so. me. Exactly. Yeah. No, it was a good day. 
Very enjoyed it. Weather was beautiful, sunny, like somewhere around 30, 33, 34 degrees Fahrenheit. So zero degrees ish. That's what else can I say? Yeah, that's nice. beautiful. And the snow is melting. So that's, that's a big plus. That's awesome. Hey, speaking of cute, Ben, how are you? (laughs) I am fantastic. And yes, cute. Yes. Yes. On both counts. Awesome. Excuse me. Ah, so cute. It gets me choked up. Chuck, how are you? I just get you choked up anyway, Jeff. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm it's it's always a pleasure to hang out with this crew and see what comes next because you just never know. (laughs) That that's true. You don't. And uh and I, I just realized the the way everyone is organized. Uh, on on my screen, which is also how it's organized for everyone that's watching live. I have the cute block and the beautiful block. So going back over to the beautiful block side, Dave, how are you? (laughs) I am doing well. Thank you. And uh, it actually is a nice day here too, for weather wise. So I think we're getting close to 55, 60 degrees Fahrenheit. So just unheard of for a December in in Chicago. So, uh, Doing well, and I'm looking forward to going to our holly party tonight. So I'm going to have some fun with nice. there, and uh, yeah, it's going to be a good weekend. So, but how does it feel spring. like to, to summer in Chicago right now? Yeah, oh, it's going to go. It's going to degrees. It's, it's going like, to be going wow. down. It's going to be going down quick in the next week. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but, uh, no, always great to be hanging out with all you guys and gals. It's it's great to have you all here. Okay, and just <laughs> so everyone's clear on on the uh, the cute block and the beautiful block the on the cute block side there's ben and chuck on the beautiful block side there's patrice and dave and then there's just me <laughs> just on the just, uh, just on me. the jeff block on the jeff <laughs> block is just me yeah all right so um thanks to dave we have uh, content to talk about, and for for those of you that have no idea what what I'm referring to, Dave hosts in touch with iOS, and records that live U, uh, U.S. time Thursday evenings, and uh, and he does a great job of putting together show notes, and uh, then I take his show notes so that we have topics for today. So about that. It, it, thank. Thank and you don't, for ha- and don't have generosity. to do the work yourself. Yeah, well, I mean, I do I do the work myself because I have to click the link to open the file, <laughs> copy and paste to get the stuff that I want. Yeah. You have no idea the cross I bear. <laughs> I'm All right. So first story that we'll talk about is uh is uh Encrypted iMessage coming to uh, to Android devices, um, but not because of Apple, um, because someone else reverse engineered how uh, how iMessage works, and then basically forged certificates, and uh, and now it just works on yeah. Android devices. I, I'm simplifying. And, and, but... Yeah, and it's a student. Like the, the, it's not just someone else. It's not some company. It's like a student who reverse engineered it. Yep. Yeah, yep. A high school student. 
high school student yeah so i mean who else like the, who who has time to do stuff like that high school students high school students mm-hmm. yeah and the distinction beyond uh a high school student figured this out is uh, is that this works differently from other android apps that have offered um iMessage integration because instead of having to route through a server that acts as uh, as a bridge between android and iMessage this actually works straight through apple's own servers and um, and so um in theory you now have a um uh, a system where it's true end-to-end encryption with without the ability for a man in the middle um system to to uh intercept and take those messages and do with them as they please if you trust the app if you trust the app yeah because i mean if if the app itself is somehow siphoning off that data not a chance now didn't uh a company pay the kid for the person for their for their work and yes, so it's an actual company now that is producing the app yes okay yeah yeah, yeah. It, it a company found that reverse engineered thing and built a service out of it yeah but it's sad like i mean ultimately with with any solutions like that i mean technically same as the first party apps like apple and google i mean you have to trust that they're saying that you're doing what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Like, because if they don't, yeah, mm-hmm. you've got no chance. Yeah. Um, all right. So my next question, I guess it's my first question. <laughs> Does anyone outside the United States even care about this? Mm, I, I'm Honestly, I'm not even sure in in the United States anybody really cares about this. Took the thought right out of my head, Patrice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, this is something that is great for some for a limited number of hardcore Android users. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think most people don't will not care. Yeah, I think iPhone users will care more than than Android users. And uh, all right, so Patrice. Mm-hmm. Just bear with me on this one. There are many of us that have group chats going on. And there's one freaking family member on Android. And it breaks the the conversation. Mm-hmm. So, and if we can get that one yeah. freaking family member to use <laughs> this app, it'll stop breaking the yeah. conversations. <laughs> so so my follow-up question on that one. What are the chances? Like how or how like how Probable is it that you will convince that one freaking family member to download an app? Well, <laughs> thanks for just taking the wind right out of my sails <laughs> because even if I convince them to download the app, the likelihood they will use it is uh, is minimal. Zero. Yeah, you get the apple sucks. Mm-hmm. No, they just they just won't understand. Yeah, or they were like, I'm not downloading an app, or I don't have space on my phone for another app, or anything. Or I like forgot that. to use it. Mm-hmm. Yes. At, at the risk of sounding, of, of 
characterizing a segment of the audience or a segment of the market. This, I don't hear adults concerned about this. Now, maybe Jeff and Patrice, you just brought up something, you know, for family members. I, but I usually hear this argument made uh, referring to the younger generations. And I'm not even sure where, you know, where that age level is, whether it's, mm -hmm. you know, 10 to 15, 15 to 20, 25 to 30. But that's the way that I, I've, I've perceived it. I, I don't know if as long as the information is getting through, I don't be as beyond a certain age. I think it's the approach is a little more practical that, you know, I don't care what, what color your bubble is. Is that a, does anybody else have share that or am I just an outlier on that? Yeah, honestly. Yeah. The, the bubble color is the, is the least great concern with this. I think it's more that, um, it does allow certain features that you will not get with SMS, MMS text messaging uh, with you with Android people, because this can get you into the group chats. Uh, this has reactions. It doesn't have all the iMessage features, uh, but it has a lot of the core ones. I mean, especially apps won't work properly because it probably doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. I'm mm -hmm. I'm thinking about what, what you said, Chuck, and I'm not so sure. Like on the one hand, I can see that argument that I mean what we're hearing is yeah, it's mostly the teenagers. It's at least what people say, uh, because they see the iPhone as a status symbol and you're kind of an outsider if you can't participate, if you have the, the blue bubble. But does that app change that? And I don't think it does. Um, you're right, Patrice. I, I do not disagree with that. You know, that I, I don't know that it changes anything. But then again, the whole perception of because I have a blue bubble, I'm in and I have a green bubble, I'm out. Mm. You know, I, I, that, I realize that's important at younger ages to, you know, to folks they want to be part of the crowd they, they you know they don't want to be the outsider and then as you get older you, you care less and less about that you're a little more picky some about people it. do <laughs> i well, think i people, think yeah, i think there is a, at every age there are people who will still care so yeah, yeah. I, maybe less but some, yeah some or people. or they're a bit more <laughs> by that time your world has fragmented into lots of different mm -hmm. groups uh, sets of mm -hmm. friends i mean my tech friends don't care about about sports my sports friends seldom care about tech hey. etc etc well you know there are crossovers <laughs> but I, I i you know it you're right the feature set i think is probably a, a bigger thing it's just interesting that that's not the argument we hear all the time we just hear green bubbles and bubbles bubbles and blue bubbles that's great marketing on apple's part actually because when you say green bubble blue bubble everyone knows exactly what you're talking about mm -hmm. right. yeah but Great why concept. is that why is that is that really because people care about it or is it because the, the mainstream media has made a big deal out of that and so people are aware of that that's honestly, a good question honestly the latter because if uh you know if you send a SMS text message from an iPhone, it's a green bubble. 
So it doesn't it doesn't denote what uh, what platform you're on. It denotes what messaging uh, platform you're on. Yeah, for me, it denotes whether or not I have uh, a secure communication or not. Yeah. Serious question: If you ask the average iPhone user what the green bubble versus blue bubble thing means in messages, would they even know? Well, that's now a good question. I'm, I'm going to start asking people. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there is subtle hints in the in the UI that it says, okay, this is a text message or this is an iMessage. But do people really, really like do they does it does it really track or do they just not care? They're like, I'm sending a message, don't care how it gets there. I think for a lot of people they don't care and they and they don't know the difference. Um mm -hmm. But I don't know for sure. <clears throat> yeah, it's a, it's a good question that we should maybe ask and see, like, what's really behind that? Like, do people really even care or know the differences? Maybe it's time for um, uh, some people on the street interviews. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's time for purple bubbles, just to confuse people. Purple bubbles. So I think we have a man in the street commenting here. Magic man in, in the chat says, yes, I knew I was not connecting to another Apple user. My wife hasn't a clue. Yeah, that's what I'm guessing. I mean, the people the people like us, we, we know. Mm -hmm. But most people, I'm not so sure. Yeah, I mean, and plus, we are people that probably all had 30-pin connector iPhones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, good sure. times. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> Good times. It's but this feels like it's trending toward a, a conversation that we've kind of had before at times about the the fact that so many things now are being designed for and marketed to the the non techies, and sometimes we as techies feel a little bit excluded or or alienated or something. I I, I you know. So I, I, I'm not even sure where I'm going with that. It just, it feels like if, if you are producing a product that there is a distinct difference for, and your differentiator is green bubbles versus blue bubbles, you are clearly marketing to a non-techie audience. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, in the chat, Magic Man says that his wife asked him if there's something wrong with her phone when uh she was getting green bubbles and uh, and i'm assuming that what you told her was no honey there's nothing wrong with your phone just your taste in friends yes no, no and i i, I want to argue against that i think this is totally fine like we're like we're talking from a from a perspective where we care about that difference i think for most people the difference is not important green versus blue and and I think it's not like when when we talk about it and say okay like people don't know what the difference is I don't mean that in in a negative way I just mean it it doesn't matter really for them and that's totally okay if if yeah. it matters like in this case they will ask someone who knows and we'll get an explanation mm -hmm. if it really matters but it's not important yeah and quite frankly they care about one thing. 
whether they're their phone, whether it be Apple, an Apple iPhone, a Samsung Galaxy, a Google Pixel, or uh, Bob's mystery phone, they just care <laughs> whether it works. Okay, yeah. so I... Oh, go ahead, Jack. Sorry, Jeff. No, go ahead, Jeff. Sorry. Nope, all you. Okay, so I just pulled up iMessage, and because I really hadn't thought about this until this discussion, and looked up someone that I know, one of my friends that I know uses an Android phone. His entry, as I, if I start to type or when I look him up in iMessage, his entry is green. Mm -hmm. So I have a clear indication that I'm sending something, at least in theory, to a less... I'm I'm sending it through a less secure channel because I'm sending how it to you, a, a, how a do green you know? person. Well, well for, you think it's less secure, but how do you know it's less secure? It's just a different color. I it does nowhere does it say that it's secure or not secure. No, you're right, but but uh, here we go. I'm a, as a techie, I know that it is potentially less secure. Mm -hmm. So I might not say share my credit card number with him through that channel. If it's green, whereas I'm not sure I would do it if it was blue anyway, but that's another that's an aside. I would for, feel more comfortable if it was if it was blue. But if it's green, I'm going to say, hey, you know what, I'll call you and give it to you over the phone. So I I hadn't even thought about the fact that it you as a user I get a cue as to what my other contact person is, whether he's a blue bubble or a green bubble. I don't know if that's relevant or not, but it, it makes me stop and think that, okay, I'm going to think about what I'm sending someone with 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 a green entry. Chuck, we're in the minority for that. because I think it was very clear that we cared. Otherwise, we wouldn't be talking about this for 15 yeah. minutes. Yeah. 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 Jeff, when you say we're in the minority, you mean as far as being aware or caring or both? Both. Okay. You're, you're probably I, I, right. I think most people really don't understand i mean i i have encountered people that insisted that they could not use iMessage um because they did not want to have apple um listening mm -hmm. in on their conversations so they insisted on using sms and when i explained so everybody them, can listen Right. So then I explained <laughs> the difference to them. You know, so they had actually turned off mm -hmm. the, the iMessage feature on their phone. Mm -hmm. And uh, so so they were an I, a green bubble iPhoner. And, uh, <laughs> and I explained to them what's really happening, but they wouldn't listen because they were completely convinced for whatever reason that blue bubble meant Apple could spy on what they were doing and even the whole thing with well if you switch to green bubble now it's completely unencrypted your carrier is uh it has plain text access to everything you're you're typing <laughs> and uh and how is that more secure than an encrypted message it's not just your carrier um it might be law enforcement or other i mean not even governments it can be it can be anyone it can be anyone well uh, ish <laughs> there's some technical there's some technical expertise needed to run to run uh, one of those imsi catchers but it's not hard so yeah. i 
I, I want to do a follow-up on that, but I definitely want to point out something Magic Man is saying in the in the chat because I think this is interesting. It's frightening that messages from my bank are in the green. Mm-hmm. Um, because the bank sent me a payment confirmation text, which was intercepted by crooks, and we lost over 5,000 pounds. Which he got back, but yes, still. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I hadn't got, hadn't got that far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they knew they were in the wrong, and he got we got the money back later. But it's very disturbing. Yeah, and yeah, you're right. You know, and that, yeah. I mean, what? shades of like, shades of your bank use requiring yeah. you to use Internet Explorer. <laughs> yes. yeah. No, I mean that, that's the whole reason why uh, multi-factor authentication over SMS is not considered secure or something you sh- like a, a service should offer at all, like anymore. Because it's just not secure. Mm-hmm. Like the whole SIM swapping, like catching messages, like there's there's a million ways how that can go wrong. And, and, and I don't want to derail. Still this. rely on it every day. Mm-hmm. Oh, not just banks. I like. I think isn't Amazon still sending two-factor code over text, or at least one option of like you can enable that. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's. Yeah. There, I think every second day or third day, I get a text message from one service or another. That's that's sending me, yeah, like just look at no, my text I'm, messages. That's a bunch of them. Accounts, same thing. There's yeah, that's true. For... I get a ton of uh, authentication yeah. codes as SMS. And and I don't want to derail this conversation, but I do want to point out that this still is a conversation that I have with people when I pay. Use Apple, use Apple Pay with my Apple Watch. Mm-hmm. That they say, you know, are you are you sure that's secure? I know I would never do that because it's, oh. it's not secure. And it's actually more it, secure. Yeah, well, exactly. And so, you know, yeah, sometimes sometimes I just smile and go on because they clearly are clueless. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, you know, I'm that guy and say, okay, do you really understand? Let me explain it to you. And you know, they often say, really, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is an right. opportunity for Apple to, you know, educate. The only trouble is it's not a it's not a five second education, unless you're just satisfied with saying it's more right. secure. You, they have to explain Which how they tried. generate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But you know, it's it's just it gets frustrating when you when you hear that much misinformation out there, and or or maybe just lack of understanding is a better way to say it. Hmm. All right. New topic, um, sad topic, filmic, a, uh, a, a long-standing popular video editor app for iOS. It appears that the entire uh, team for that product has been laid off. God. And yeah, so now that they're gone, um. That puts the future of filmic in question, and uh, and and my feeling is the likelihood that it will continue on in in any form is very slim. I don't think that's even a question. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we can live in hope that oh. uh, that bending spoons um, um, just sells off the the code and and then it gets bought by by like i don't know some organization that open sources it and 
but then you'd have to compile your own app locally and and as i'm saying this i'm realizing part of the problem they could have just bought the entire uh, sold the entire company instead of instead of the code i think that that wouldn't have mattered Uh, by the way do you know uh, what other well-known app bending spoon owns they own a few actually they do but there's one big one and um we have spoken about this and i'm totally <laughs> drawing a blank on the name but i know we have spoke spoken about it and uh-huh. uh, and actually i remember having to explain to people when we were talking about this what bending spoons is uh-huh. yeah it, it's and evernote evernote that's right, yes. right. oh now it makes more right. sense it makes they more bought, sense now they bought it years ago <laughs> like i think close to 10 years ago almost yeah, I forgot yeah, all about that. When yeah. everything yeah. went down the hill. Mm-hmm. Well, ben- Bending Spoons wow. picks up the products when they go downhill. Yeah. So it's so it's not like Bending Spoons sent them downhill. Mm-hmm. They were on the way down and just no. went and <laughs> rolled right into into Bending Spoons. Yeah, that was all ever known on their life. Yeah, <laughs> that was all like they, they they messed it up way before. So yeah. So, I mean, yes, Evernote continues to to uh, become less Irrelevant. appealing, and um, and that sucks. On the other hand, for people that need Evernote, Bending Spoons has kept that app alive mm-hmm. a lot longer than I expected it to to stick around. Totally, yes. I mean, at this point, it's like, well, wow, Evernote is still around. <laughs> Yeah, isn't isn't it amazing? Yeah, and isn't it amazing though that Evernote borderline owned the notes market mm-hmm. at one point? Yeah, and I mean, it, uh, how they how did it slip through their fingers? It's when bad they changed. Decisions. Yeah, bad decisions. The mm-hmm. fr- the tipping point that I saw was when Evernote um, changed their pricing structure. And the way they changed it, I'm sure on paper, totally made sense. Mm-hmm. But from a user perspective, it uh, it it made the features that mm-hmm. many people were using more expensive than they were willing to to pay for. Yeah, didn't didn't they just change again the the business model or something? Wasn't, yes. Was yes. that Evernote where they were like, okay, you now have 50 free nodes instead of whatever, 100,000? Yeah, they just did. Yeah, it's like yeah. really restrictive to on the mm-hmm. free version. Interesting, I'm on, I'm on Benning Spoons website. There's no mention of, of, of Evernote or Filmic for that matter. They've got some no. video editing software mm-hmm. that they make. It could be a compelling reason why they've decided to just end it because they got they already got a product. Mm. Yeah. At lose losing filmic though it's kind of sad ben you said yeah. something last night on in touch with ios mm-hmm. that uh that really stuck with me which which was that without filmic we wouldn't have the the video editing um environment on ios yeah. that we have today yep. it, it showed what was possible yeah i mean didn't Apple even highlight them in one of the 
I don't remember if it's a WWDC or an iPhone event where they talked about like multi-camera iPhone recording yeah. and all of that. Yeah, oh. filmic remote. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I had forgotten about that. Yeah, L- like Evernote, they were so far of ahead of everyone. Then they started making bad decisions. Mm-hmm. One of which was being bought by Bending Spoon, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Again, I'm not so sure. I think that. Yeah. They were struggling before, and then Bending Spoon stepped in. I mean, sometimes well, it a, seems to work out. Well, and a point that I too I made last night too. Um, at the time, they were doing things that there really was no other way to do with an iPhone, as yeah. far as shooting extra high quality. Or, but but since Filmic came out, they introduced ProRes on the iPhone. They introduced Log on the iPhone. I mean, it has been steadily growing, growing, growing. And whether whether I point the finger at Filmic or point the finger at Bending Spoons or whoever, I I mean, maybe there was nowhere for them to go. Maybe they had hit the mm-hmm. ceiling and there was there was nothing they could do, and just everybody else was catching up. And and Bending Spoons has, I'm interpreting, may have made the decision to just not continue to fight that since they were fighting an already built in Apple supported app. So if that's the case, then there's a certain logic to the decision. Not a great one, not one I'm happy with, because at the very least, I felt like the controls on on uh, on Filmic were much, they gave you much easier access to all those features. Yeah. Plus, so. I can't think of another multi-cam app for iOS. Nope. Nothing comes to mind. Define multicam app, then. Um, literally, you could do, use a uh, filmic on an iPad to control multiple iPhones and record them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Switcher Studio and Cinemaker both. Okay, you can do that. Yeah. So th- that was not unique. It may have well, been unique was, when it I started, think, but yeah, it was unique when it started. For sure. Yeah. 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 Um. And uh, in in the chat, Bob Beach is pointing out Black Magic, and uh, yeah, Black Magic has. I still have it. I got it for that feature. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, it it kind of ate uh, Filmix lunch, mm-hmm. and yeah. um, and Apple used Black Magic instead of their own apps when they did their um, recordings for their Halloween event. Where they introduced the the uh, the new M3s and the new MacBook Pros. Oh, you mean like this one? Yeah, m- much like that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um. Okay. So, what I'm guessing is going to be a a, a quick ish story, um, because of course I want to make sure we have time to talk about cool things. Uh, Dave. Let me know about the breaking news from today, which uh, which clearly is uh, is right up there with Green Bubble, Blue Bubble. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The pod Apple's podcast app is uh, launching on Tesla vehicles next week. And and, and the bag of rice that just fell over in China somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Super important. (laughs) Super important. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. So, 
It's happening. Does anyone care? Do even Tesla owners care about this? No. I'm going to say no. About it. <laughs> I don't know. I, it's, I mean, it's still no. It's it's still no uh, CarPlay. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. So why why one off applications like podcasts have? Yeah, no. I don't I don't own a Tesla. So is there a decent podcast app for that for the Tesla, or is there even a podcast app for the Tesla? That's a good I, question. I mean, so maybe so this so is the first. You know, they, and they, that, they have that to be. They for sure have the Spotify app that has podcasts. So like I that. said, is there is there a <laughs> podcast app for? for yeah, sorry. yeah, because that, those went over so well for for Spotify. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, uh, Ma- uh, Magic Man has has the clearly the most important observation on this, which is finally a reason to buy a Tesla. Uh, <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Um. I mean, <laughs> joking. Dro- Oh, go go ahead, Chuck. Well, I, this is a question for anyone that's a Spotify user because I don't know. Can I use Spotify without a paid account to access podcasts? I think as far you can. As I know yes. Yeah. What you don't get are the the Spotify exclusive, right? Podcasts. Right. But, so you know, so that might that might validate Ben's point that you you did have a, an app that you didn't have to pay for that you could access podcasts. I mean, there is, there is one slightly good reason to have this. And that is paid podcasts in Apple podcasts, which I don't know if there are that many, but I think I know, I know, um, or Stadio has one, for example, maybe he's the only one who has one. I don't know. Um, so, and that you cannot access any other way. I mean, you can still just connect your phone over Bluetooth and just do it that way. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I mean, there, there's honestly another reason, all joking aside. Uh, the Tesla 3 has been on the in the top 10 of best-selling cars for a while now. So really? as far as getting it on a major automaker with a large amount of uh, of sales with uh, with buyers who are predominantly more wealthy, um, that could be an option, especially yeah. if there's there's absolutely no movement on getting carplay on one on it on one. But, I mean, honestly, that's about the only reason I can think of. Um, it, hopefully, if they do this, they get Apple Maps on one. Which, actually, that'd probably be unlikely depend because, <laughs> you know, Tesla wants to sell stuff. Yeah. But, honestly, from my own personal perspective, the lack of CarPlay is a major reason I would not consider a Tesla. Same with Rivian. Um, uh, it's not the only one, and I'm def- not going to talk about that here, but <laughs> um, this does nothing for me as far as moving that scale. 
No, I, I would agree, Ben. I would agree. I, uh, I mean, I but, but to be fair, it never would have. Like, I mean, yeah. no matter what they did, it probably wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. Uh, good point. Yeah. If uh, Tesla implemented CarPlay tomorrow, it would not increase the likelihood of me ever buying one of their cars because exactly. I, I'm just yes, not because... interested in owning a Tesla. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For so the we're other not the target I'm not audience. About. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. It. So we're not the target audience. But that's it. But it it might not encourage the purchase of a Tesla, but it might remove a barrier to the purchase of a Tesla. I, I the podcast app, I'm not so sure. The, the oh, CarPlay, no, no, no. Car, maybe CarPlay. yes. I think Car, CarPlay, I think yeah. amongst the people who would in generally be interested and might even buy a Tesla begrudgingly because they like it but they want carplay i think you're right i mean uh, i know from i mean carplay is a big is a big selling point or not not a selling point in itself it is a like it's it's a red flag or, or like a red line like if and i've heard that from a lot of people working at, at dealerships like it's basically mm -hmm. if if a car doesn't have carplay People like a lot of people straight up don't buy it anymore. They're like, okay, it doesn't have CarPlay, that's out. Yeah, you mean don't buy the car. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, yeah. so yeah, I think that that makes a difference. Um, and Magic Man is asking whether my BMW had CarPlay. No, I had the <laughs> I had the car before BMW added CarPlay. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Patrice had sit in your car to update it. Play. Yes. Yes, <laughs> couldn't leave my car for soft for an hour because it was software update. So yay! All right, Dave, I have a question for you. Yep. Um. So, you you you're big into CarPlay. I know this firsthand. Yep. And uh, and <clears throat> you have a very cool car. I also know this firsthand. Sorry about the stains. <laughs> um, that's that <laughs> that's Chuck's fault. <laughs> Um, it was that cramped back seat. <laughs> it was it was the party mobile. Um, where am I going with this? Oh, right. That, that's a really good question. Also, too show. much information. Get there, please. Yeah. DMI, DMI. Right. Okay. Anyhow, so you're into cool cars. You're you're a car play person. If Tesla had true like complete carplay support would you consider buying a tesla oh i'm really on a fence about electric cars electric cars in general only because of the horror stories i hear about uh, uh the charging stations either broken not around can't find them uh, so i don't I, obviously tesla has been very popular and I, I, tesla put the, the ev mar uh, market on the map honestly it was the first big uh, uh big big ev that's out there i mean every all the other manufacturers are on on board now doing it but uh i more on the basis of that i would probably uh, question would, would i want an ev if if, if uh, uh from what i was hearing some next i think i was talking to somebody when i was running a car uh, a while ago that uh that tesla's in the in the process of actually starting to build um, gas stations, as we call them, or EV stations, as you, mm -hmm. you call them. So you'd have specific get stations on corners, as opposed to having to figure out, oh, I got to go to this, 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 this grocery store that has a big row of uh, of, of charging stations, or you know, or, or you're going to yeah. a hotel and 
Uh, yep, uh, someone yeah. in an F two fifty just parked in. That's exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when uh, I was when I was America. in Vegas, I mean, I, I was I was you know I, I think it was at Aria, and I was parking in their lot for the when I was there back in March for spring break, driving around. I said, "There's like one spot for EVs that they're uh, out of the the hundred thousands of cars that can park on that lot." It's like, how could that be with all these uh, all that going? This, that is such I'm, an American perspective yeah. like go go to go to europe go to How scandinavia especially and it's like a different story so you see more evs you see, ah, more you see tons of evs you see i took pictures mm -hmm. when i was in stockholm okay. i took pictures there was like the the, the the streets were littered with charging like it's little it's like the the parking they look like the parking meters but they're charging stations and they're everywhere oh okay so well, like good. Again, or street just... lamps or whatever like they they, they had them literally everywhere so I mean, just just my point is, yeah, yeah. Americans obviously we we, we need to do. America has to do a better mm -hmm. job of getting getting uh, yes. transitions. It's also a bigger is, and harder job, like to be fair. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, the the electric, <laughs> the electric grid. Really, think about yes. it. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be enhanced. Um, mm -hmm. Would I consider it? Possibly. I mean, I've driven a Tesla once, and you know, I was pretty impressed and of its of its power and speed and performance. Uh, and uh, the display that they put on there is just insane, you know, like the size of a 13-inch uh, iPad. Um, mm -hmm. So it would be cool if, if, if CarPlay was part of it. Um, I, 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 I am surprised that it isn't uh, at this point. I mean, it's been so many years, but, you know, we got Elon involved, so I, no, no, yeah. no uh, surprise there. Mm -hmm. But even <laughs> if the other EV manufacturers were looking at it, I would, I would definitely potentially consider it it's once once that uh, the charging station issue is resolved personal opinion yeah. teslas are not even the best evs no. not yeah. anymore not anymore yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I mean i can tell you this i would consider uh mustang maki -E right now yeah. um once once it moves to nacs i have a friend that has that car and uh, i've ridden in it a few times and it's weird because it's a really nice car and I know it's a Mustang, but it does not feel like I'm in a Mustang <laughs> on any oh, yeah. level. It, it should Except just be called the Mach-E. Even with the sound effects? <laughs> I, I made jokes about... Brains! The, brains! I meant Rev. Yeah, I did make jokes about the uh, about the sound effects that came with it. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna, I mean... And most people know I'm a big, my car's a Dodge Charger. The Charger's a muscle car. Uh, and RIP, because this is the last year that there's going to be a, a gas engine. It's going all EV. Nope. Nope. Are they changing now since I've let, last yep. read? Yep. Uh, the, the, the next, uh, the, uh, ST, the STLA platform is capable of both ICE and uh, electric drivetrains. Oh, it so will have... Both. Yeah, it will have both full electric and uh, uh, the inline six uh, hurricane engines. So a combustion engine and 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 EV. Well, I did drive. I I rented a, a BMW X5, which is both. Yeah, and I was impressed that I didn't do any of the EV stuff because why am I going to go sit at a charging station when I'm renting yeah, a car for yeah, weekend? Yeah, the yeah the <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Stellantis thought thought about it for a minute. It's like, oh, if we do this, we're going to lose the cop shops. Yes, you are. Interesting. I've got to look that up. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't point. see any press about that. But yeah, I, 
I mean, closing on this topic, I mean, would I buy one? Possibly. But it's more more factor of the the, uh, the the availability of charging stations around the country in the U.S. And that makes sense. Um, Magic Man totally called out uh, uh, me saying this would just be a quick item. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For us, it is. Well I, well, I went on a little bit. <laughs> yeah, well, to be fair, we, we all had plenty to say. And it was all relevant. So (laughs) there you go. Uh, Also relevant to all of this is the fact that TSO TSO Host is here (laughs) supporting us. Um, What what I mean by that. Yeah. So what I mean by that is uh, it takes a lot to make all of this happen, to to have the website up and running, place to, to host the the show so you can watch or listen whenever you want to be able to live stream that takes a lot and it's more than we would be able to manage to uh, to consistently make happen for all of you except that TSO host is uh, is helping us to do that what they do is uh, offer web hosting services and server storage and domain name purchases all, all of that stuff And they're taking what they do and giving that to us so we can do what we do. So when I'm saying uh, TSO Host is making it possible for us to live stream to you every week, I am not kidding. They they are giving us that bandwidth and they are giving us that server space and the hosting and all of that. So I really appreciate that TSO Host is here and they are supporting us. And you can let them know that you appreciate that they are here supporting us as well. Since you don't have a mic in front of your face right now, well, maybe you do, I don't know, but you're not on the show right now. So um, go out on social media instead and just let TSO hosts know on social media that you do appreciate that they're here supporting the British Tech Network, that that's that's some good karma right there and um and since they they are quite literally not charging us anything we have a zero pounds a year invoice from them that's that's how much we actually have to pay <laughs> <laughs> which uh, coincidentally is why we uh we didn't have a, a website for a couple of days because that annual uh zero pounds bill came due and how do you pay zero pounds? So it looked like we hadn't actually paid, but uh, that that got fixed. So so everything's back up and running, right? And uh, but but here's the thing: when the website was down, it wasn't a technical problem. Everything was still working fine. It was uh, an administrative uh, communication thing that uh, needed to happen and hadn't yet, and then it did, and everything was fine. Um, anyhow, the point is TSO Host is awesome. They're making it possible for us to be here. Give them some online love. And if you do need to buy domain names at some point, why not use them? Because they offer good prices. And and you can use the discount code BTN20 and get 20% off. So just throw those domains in your in your cart. If you need hosting, throw that in there too. Use that BTN20 code, get an extra 20% off. So they are incredibly generous with us for all of our needs. And they're even being more generous by offering all 
all of the BTN family a nice discount. So thank you, TSO hosts. And uh, and speaking of support, Patrice, I clearly need your support. Mm-hmm. Would you please tell people about the chat? Yeah, of course. I would love to. So we have a really awesome and very active chat today. Uh, we have that every week, by the way. Um, there's a like when we are recording this show live, there's a live chat that you can join in and you can talk to each other and talk to us and discuss, for example, the uh, advantages and disadvantages of uh, hybrid vehicles and, and range anxiety and all of that is what we're discussing right now. Um, but there's usually we post the links to the stories we talk about. We post the links to the cool things and all of that. So there's always there's always good content in there. And if you want to join the live chat, then you can do that whenever we're recording, which is usually seven p uh, four p.m. UK time for on a Friday for the Mac show, and seven p.m. UK time on Thursdays for the Big Show, uh, except for well the rest of this year because next week we're gonna have our Christmas quizzes on Thursday. So same times as usual, but different day, at least for the Mac show. And after that, there's no more shows for this year. So uh, yeah, not going to happen. But if if you join, the, for example, the Christmas quiz next week, mm-hmm. you should head over to chat.britishtechnetwork.com to join the live chat. That's how easy it is. There's nothing else to it. No apps to install. Just point your browser to that site and you're in and you can talk to us. But let's say you are listening to this in the recorded form and you're like, oh, I really want to get to that uh, Apple Podcasts link uh, that Apple uh, that uh, Jeff posted or the really cool thing that is coming up from, from Ben that he's already posted and I can see already. Uh, actually, Dave as well. Uh, there's some really cool things in here. Um, and you can you can still get to that, like not the live chat, but at least the chat transcript, because we have a little bot in our chat, the BTN chat bot, have had it for, what is that now, nine years-ish, nine and a half years, I think, something like that, uh, 2015, okay, eight probably, I don't I, math, not the best, um, so since, since June 2015, we've had this bot, and you can go in, uh, we can head over to britishtechnetwork.com forward slash chat and then put a date in the calendar that pops up. And if you put in, for example, today's date, which is the 8th of December, 2023, December 8th, 2023, then you will see everything that we talked about today. And if you put in any other date for any other time between now and that June something, I think beginning of June 2015, you will see whatever was talked about that day. So that might be an interesting little time travel adventure to go through our chat and see what we talked about in 2015, for example. So there's that. That's just awesome. I kind of want to go and look and see what we were talking about back in 2015. Um, and, and I'm guessing I'll I'll look at some of the things that, that I've said and, and I'll be like, well, that was clever or wow, I'm really naive. Yep. Yep. Then we get it. Then we get a nice note from you and help me from these wankers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Good times. Uh, Patrice, thank, thank you for, for so, so eloquently doing that <laughs> and also preemptively. 
thank you for all the work that you put into making the uh, the the quizzes happen, because that I mean, I appreciate how much work you put into that. So thank you. And I am definitely looking forward to uh, <laughs> to showing how little I remember from the year next week. It's going to be fun. It, it will. It'll be a lot of fun. All right. Speaking of fun, uh, it's time for some cool things. Ben, you have the first cool thing in here. Okay. Uh, when you when you first think about Thunderbolt Docks, uh, the word affordable rarely comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Well, um, our old friends at OWC have changed that. And no, this week I am not an ad for OWCC, OWT, uh, OWC, unless you want to make me one, Larry O'Connor. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there are three port, or I should say three plus ports, Thunderbolt Hub is only 130 bucks. It has the one downstream or uh one downstream, you know what I mean. It's a it's a it's a three to one uh hub. Plus, in addition to the three Thunderbolt ports, you also get one uh three USB 3.2A port. The thing is really small. It gives you 60 watts charging for a 14-inch MacBook or similar. Uh, it, it's just a really cool little bit of kit that should probably be in your travel bag or on your desk. This is really nice. and I, I have two of them sitting on my desk right now. I absolutely of course you them. do. And they're within arm's reach. I'm, if I move them, that will be I'll be disconnected. I'm not touching. Yeah, <laughs> I've got one. I've got one too, Jeff and for or uh, David for the very same reason. You know, it, it's because it's in use. I can't hold it up. Right. Yeah, I I don't really need a new Thunderbolt hub right now, but at 130 dollars, I kind of just want to get it. Mm hmm. If you get it, you will find a use for it, Jeff. Trust me. Oh, of course, this I thing will. Is amazing. Yeah. Best, oh, best I, 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 yeah. As I say, I already know a a use for it because I'm out of uh, I'm out of Thunderbolt slash USB C ports. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say yeah. the only dis the only uh, kind of disadvantage of it is it does have a, a rather large power brick you have to use in order for it to mm -hmm. work. But now, other than that, you put that under your desk and you know plug it in and be done with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have a stack of of big power bricks like that under my desk. Yeah. So one more isn't going to make a, a big yeah. difference. Yes, yeah, I think yeah, we I, all I, have I, that. <laughs> yeah, fortunately, on my my expensive desk, I have a a nice cable management tray that I don't use. Oh well, now yeah. you can. Yes. Awesome. Okay. Excellent pick, uh, Dave. Tell us about your cool thing. Yes. We talked about this on Intentional iOS, but hey, I thought it was worth talking about it here too, as I'm absolutely in love with this app. This is the, an mm -hmm. app called Bezel. Um, you're able to show your iPhone on your Mac. Okay, big deal. You could do that through QuickTime, right? Or I've been using Reflector for years. Um, mm -hmm. But you know what? I I cannot believe the efficiency that this app has when you plug it in. It, it just loads up quickly. Real cool thing is it identifies what type of iPhone you have. So like in the case of my iPhone XR, I have a red, a red one. 
it'll know it's the red one and, and, the, and the bezel mm-hmm. will show is red. So it, it shows it. Hmm. I think that's kind of cool. It does have a uh, really simple way to plug it in. It is, you have to plug it in. Okay. A wireless, you know, something like this, you want to have something, you can get a stand, put your iPhone on a stand. If you don't want to hold it while you're doing a demo, you can, you can plug in multiple phones all at once. It shows that a real good, beautiful look, the performance insane. And then the other cool thing is the, if you, there's a, there's a picture on the, on this, uh, on the, uh, the website, it shows the iPhone with the bezel, but then there's another display right next to it. So you can do, do dual demonstrations of the same iPhone uh, very simply, and it, it just turns on and it, it is so cool. Supports both iPhone, iPad, and iPod, iPod Touch, um, easy to set up. Um, it, it is, a, there is a free version with, uh, with Nags, but uh, you know what, I support the, the developer. It was like $29 and, and, and that's all you have to invest in it unless they do updates. I just I just bought it and, and invested it, but I think these guys are, are this is a really awesome and you see a lot, a lot of the responses of the people who are loving it, um, including Aiden but, uh, Fitzpatrick who from Camo he, he uh, incubated he make made a comment on how great it is what they're doing so check it out that that's a pretty big endorsement right there mm-hmm. yeah yep awesome very cool um and uh, all right so Chuck your turn. I am going to pick this month, this month, this week, sorry, the Insta360 Flow Gimbal Stabilizer for your iPhone. Um, I've used a gimbal before. It was, at the time, it was a really good gimbal, but this just simply blows it away. Uh, There's so many features here that I can't even list them all, but a couple things that are really nice. It's just, it, it, it folds down so compact that you can carry it in almost in a pocket. Um, it's very easy to attach your phone to it as opposed to, you know, fooling with the clamps and all you can, you can make it mag safe so that basically just stick your phone on there and go. Um, it's got amazing smart following features, which is sort of not a surprise given what Insta does with their, with their webcams. I know Dave's using one of their webcams and if he moves, the camera follows him. I don't have mine set up to do that. Yeah. See, there you go. Thank you for the demo, Dave. Um, this is this is super affordable as far as I'm concerned for what it can do at $139. Um, it also even has a follow mode so that like if if it locks in on Dave and then somebody walks in front of him and blocks it, it doesn't figure out, it, it doesn't lose him. It figures out, yeah, Dave's obstructed for a minute and will then follow him back once he comes back into view. So there's just so many great features to this um, that I would tell you, you know, look hard at it. Um, there were some sales on over Black Friday. Uh, there probably will be some again before the end, before the actual holidays hit. So check this out and, and pay attention to it because if you want to up your video game with uh, um, with your iPhone, um, you know, you the only there's only one caveat I'll give, and it's only because we were discussing uh, filmic before to access some of the more advanced features, including the tracking, you will have to use the the uh, the Insta360 app or the Insta360 app. You would not be able to say use the Blackmagic camera app with it and have access to all the features. So again, just be just be aware of that. Other than that, this gets a super high recommendation. Man. There's so many great stuff in 360. So many cool things to spend money on today yeah we're yeah, trying this to. was trying. this might have been one of my favorite uh 
so far for as far as cool things picks. And we're not even done yet. We're not even done yet because uh, because Patrice hasn't wowed us with her pick yet. <laughs> no pressure, so. Patrice. No pressure. Okay. I don't think I can keep up with that. Um, so my pick is a follow-on to yesterday's pick. Yesterday, and I have to thank Chuck for this one. I think you recommended the series to me, if I remember correctly. Um, the whole Expeditionary Force series from um, written by Craig Allenson um, is... It's a really, really, really good sci-fi series. There's like, I think, 18 books in total. There's like 16 regular and then two extras. And um, like the first book is really was really interesting. I'm at, I think, seven or eight at this point. Uh, I bought all of them uh, during the like cyber week, black week, whatever you want to call it. Um, because Audible had a sale and they were selling everything for like somewhere between five and seven bucks. So I bought them all. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, honestly, I cannot stop listening to that. Uh, it's 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 a really, really good series. It's about uh, the Merry Band of Pirates, how they're referred to, and they're, they're uh, Skippy, they're, um, yeah, kind of an asshole AI, you could say. <laughs> really advanced but really an asshole and he's like he's he's okay with that he's like yes i'm an asshole like that's what i am <laughs> um mm-hmm. but really advanced and they're kind of doing stuff in the universe and this is the second book uh called spec ops so that's um it follows on it continued the story continues simply um so they're they're kind of they're back on earth uh, after the first book i'm not going to spoil what happened in the first book um but there is there's kind of something happening and they have to leave really soon but the 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 un the government of the of the world kind of decide well they want to send a more experienced teams so or they're sending like scientists and they're sending like uh, special ops people hence the title spec ops um but the the main yes. character joe bishop uh, kind of has to go again because uh, yeah because skippy kind of has grown like has grown with him and, and kind of wants him him there, even though he's probably the least qualified person on the ship at this point, or at least so uh-huh. he thinks. Um, and yeah, but I mean, at least the Earth is safe, right? Yeah, it's not. And that's yeah. what this book is about. <laughs> and it's a, re- it's a really interesting series. Like I said, I cannot stop listening to the series. Like every... like. You know, sometimes you have series where it's like the first book is really good and the second book is fine, and then after that it's like, yeah, okay, that kind of, uh, kind of trails. Um, but this is kind of like the Expanse. It is just really, really good, and I really hope that someone picks this up and makes this a TV show because this is, this is probably fifty seasons that you could do just on these 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 sixteen books. It's it's that good, and it's really interesting, and it has a mix of like. There's some action, there's some comedy, there's some like interpersonal stuff. There's it's a it's a good mix of of things that happen. And it I think it's quite realistic because we as human beings, like there's there's multiple advanced races out there. They're they're so much more advanced than us. Um that we do I mean the best our best scientists on, on earth do not even understand the most fundamental things, how the technologies work out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, which kind of makes sense if you think about it. Like, I think at some point there's like, um, I think in this book, you know, uh, there's a scene where they 
where uh, earth scientists are trying to figure out how a simple, like a, a doorknob works and they cannot figure it out. It's that, like it's <laughs> the simplest thing that they could find and they cannot understand how that even, like they're really lacking the basic things. And, and Skippy says at some point, it's like, you're like a couple thousand years in, in, in science behind to just mm -hmm. even understand that doorknob. And that's that's mm -hmm. how far outmatched we are. But I think the one thing that's really interesting is, well, there's a really advanced AI in the play. Humans have sometimes crazy ideas and, and are, ask, are asking kind of stupid questions, but are asking the right, right stupid questions. Mm -hmm. And that's our benefit and our advantage in this in this game. So, yeah. And then there's a whole mystery happening. What happened to the to the really really old and advanced race that supposedly like advanced and kind of left behind their physical existence? What happened to them? Why are there planets out there that are missing part, like have scooped out part of the planet? Where yes. are some planets are missing in in some solar systems? What yeah, happened? When are the shadows going to show up? Yeah, exactly. That could happen. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I got that reference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. the shadow knows. Yeah, yeah. that was so, the when, 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 when is the phrase "get the hell out of our galaxy" going to be uttered? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So as I said, it's a it's a really interesting series, and it's a really good book. The second book and every book after is also good. I read even the 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 point five books and thinking, oh, maybe it's not that interesting. It was really interesting. <laughs> so worth the time or worth the money. Yeah, Patrice, I'm looking thank forward you to for, checking out the series. Yeah, Patrice, thank you for giving me credit. I did not recommend this to you because I do not know this series. So I thought I, it was you. Who the hell then it, told it me? Wasn't me. me. <laughs> it wasn't yeah, So <laughs> It was on one of our shows. So who, the, who was that? I don't know. I, I, I have no idea about, about this <laughs> yeah. one at huh. all. It, it, it was obviously Skippy the Magnificent. Oh, maybe that's, that's <laughs> yes. it. Yeah, but That would make sense. Or Skippy the Meh. <laughs> all right oh um so that brings it to me and mm -hmm. uh and ben i feel like i've been letting you down lately so i i went all in on lego today and it is a magnificent kit it's Skippy. it's brand new it's the orient express and um and it's uh uh, 2,540 pieces and it has oh. like eight minifigures and oh, uh, wow. and incredible detail. So it's the engine and Tinder and two coach cars and, um, or I guess coach car and dining car. And, um, and it's like fully detailed on the inside uh, of the cars and even the, uh, the cab on the engine. And it includes a uh, track that it sits on. N not enough so that, that you can like run it around in circles. It's enough to display it. And, uh, and for people that, that like collect uh, old Lino trains, you get what I'm talking about, you know, enough track to, to fit the cars on. And, uh, and I just saw Ben's comment in the live chat and, uh, and I'm not going to repeat it, but you can go 
and see the chat and see what, what Ben said. Oh, Ben. Um, anyhow, <laughs> um, it's it's a beautiful kit. And when you're looking at it, at first, you probably wouldn't even realize you're looking at, at a Lego build because of, of how well the pieces work like the scale looks right and uh and they use a lot of uh uh from what i can tell from the images a lot of really interesting techniques to uh to to do what, what's called snot which is studs not on top so you end up with smooth sides all the way around and uh it just holy crap it's it's an amazing kit it's three hundred dollars um, which puts it, um, a little bit over a dime, a brick. Um, however, when you have, what is it? Two, four, six, yeah. Eight minifigures adding every minifigure you add to a kit increases the cost because, uh, it, it costs more to, to manufacture the minifigures and technically they're actually multiple pieces. Anyhow, the point is, um, it's a reasonable price for, for the kit, and holy crap, this is a beautiful build. If anyone's looking for an extravagant holiday present for me or early birthday present, here you go. Um, I don't hmm. I don't know, Jeff. I know absolutely nothing about model trains. No, you do not. Well, we will have to talk. Yeah. I mean, absolutely nothing. Nothing at all. So with with the with the scale through the camera, it's hard for me to tell. Is that actually N gauge? Yeah, that's okay. So I guess it wasn't that hard for me to tell. <laughs> yeah, I know my gauges. Um, so there you go, the Orient Express. It's available now, three hundred dollars, and uh, and it gave Ben the opportunity to make a joke that uh, you can go find in the chat so yes. with that wow thank you to to the four of you for kicking off my friday morning in an absolutely wonderful way this this is just a great way to to kick off my my friday and i'm just so happy that i got to spend it with all of you and uh, and yeah so with that, um, let, let's start with the uh, with the beauty block. Dave, where can people find you? <laughs> you can find me at InTouchBioS at InTouchBioS.com. You can find me on YouTube channel. It's YouTube.com slash InTouchBioS. Here on Fridays, uh, the Mac Show, and on Mac Voices Live every Tuesday night on at 8 p.m. Eastern. And on your, I'm on Mastodon at DaveG65 at Mastodon.cloud. Thanks, Jeff. Awesome. And uh, Patrice, where can people find you? Well, you can find me here every week on the Mac show on Fridays, also on the big show on Thursdays. If you're on like if you're into the non-Apple side of things, but not for the rest of this year, because as I said, we're doing the Christmas shows next week. Uh, usual times, just unusual days. It's all on Thursday, 4 p.m. UK time for the Mac show, 7 p.m. UK time for the big show. Christmas quiz all about what happened this year and how much we do not remember about it or do not know about <laughs> what happened, to be honest. Um, it's going to be a blast. There will be really strange questions. I've already prepared the, the Mac show, uh, the Mac show quiz. So it's going to be fun. Uh, I can, I can give you one hint. 
um, you should probably go to the Apple site and, and have a look around and just to remember what like what is there currently because that's that's yeah that's what happened this year. Um, you can find everything I'm doing, all the social media links, the podcast projects, everything on my website thepatrice.com. And if you want, you can head over to foodieflashback.com for my interview show where I ask really cool people about their stories around food, food related, anything and just everything that goes with that. Like food is just so much fun and there's so many good stories about that. It's great. Patrice, I just realized that uh, we're doing uh, uh throwback or retro scheduling here mm-hmm. because the Mac show and the big show used to both be on the same day. Yes, correct. At some point they were on Thursday, even on this on that day, and then then they were on Friday and then stuff switched around. So and then and yeah. then they were on different days and yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, for for you uh, uh, longtime BTN fans, this will be uh, um, kind of like a throwback day for you next week. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. All right, Ben, where can people find you? Well, first, you can find me playing with my model trains. Awesome. And here's your coal for Christmas. Oh, two, two whole gondolas full of coal? Yeah. Yeah, now you'd be rich. Uh, but on so media good lord dave sorry uh yeah you can find me on social media at ben raythig you can so you you can find my writings at raythig.tech on tuesday you can find me uh gracing the airwaves on uh mac voices live with chuck joiner on uh, on Thursdays, uh, you can find me also gracing the airwaves on uh, In Touch with iOS with the great David Ginsburg. And of course, uh, every Thursday and Friday, unless we change dates, you can find me here on the Big and Mac shows on the British Tech Network. Awesome. All right. And wrapping up our block of beauty. Chuck, where can people find you? I didn't realize I was in the beauty block. Thank you, Jeff. It it expanded throughout the show. Oh, I was going to say, clearly you should have your, your glasses checked, but that's another well, discussion. Well, I mean, <laughs> be that as it may. Yeah. You can find me on macvoices.com. That's where we have uh, a lot of great discussions with a lot of interesting people. Uh, we are still in the midst of releasing gift guide shows. So go and check that out if you need something to give or get this holiday season. We do Mac Voices Live, as Ben said, Tuesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific at youtube.com slash TV, with everybody here, including Patrice, when she feels like staying up really, really, really late or getting up really, really, really early, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> um, and on all the socials, you can find me as at Chuck Joyner. Thank you, Jeff. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So then for me... Um, all right, so on social medias, I'm Jay Gamut, and uh, and I'm active right now on Mastodon and Instagram, and uh, getting more active on Threads, and then for shows on uh, Tuesdays, um, Chuck Joiners Mac Voices Live. Then on Thursdays, 
Dave Ginsburg's In Touch With iOS. Then also um, on Thursdays here on the British Tech Network for the big show and then here on fridays for the mac show brian chaffin and i record the context machine as well and uh, and then sometimes i show up other places so with that thank you again to to all of you for just being so wonderful and awesome all of you that are watching listening live participating in the live chat thank you for being here you're all awesome and i'm so glad that uh, that I got to have you as part of my Friday as well. Um, then all of you that watch or listen to the recordings later, thank you for being part of the BTN family. All of you, you're, you're all just awesome. Ewan, thank you for being you. Muller, thanks for making sure we have people for shows. And TSO host, thank you for being here and supporting us. Also, um, the Daily News Show, Kyle is awesome. So you need to be checking that out. If you aren't, you're going to get a nice compact dose of the, the tech news that, that matters to you. And because it's so great and it does take extra money to make that show happen, please, please throw some money towards the show. And, uh, and let, let's make sure that the daily news show just gets to run forever. And um, yeah. All right. So now, uh, next week, as Patrice has pointed out multiple times, we have uh, the Big Show and the Mac Show both on Thursdays, and it is holiday quiz time. And then we'll be, and that will wrap us up for the uh, the rest of the year, um, clearly, so that uh, I can get much needed beauty sleep, and everyone else can just rest their voices. And uh, yeah, so everyone, come back and join us on Thursday for our uh, quiz shows and then have a great weekend. We'll see you next week.